presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Michelle Gray at thehealingh-art.com. Sorry, I'm using my cell phone because this stupid <laughs> radio, it's like, you have to upgrade your Chrome, your Google Chrome, whatever. So I did, and it still didn't have the something called Direct Connect, so I have to just dial up manually. It's, it's well, okay. We're just going to talk about, oh, Eric, I love you, by the way. Because I love you, Mom. I love you so much. So we're going to talk about how we can help our empathic and highly sensitive children, uh, you know, to be their best selves, to reach their best, their highest potential. And Eric is going to share how. So, Eric, you've got the mic, dude. He says, okay. He's ready to go. He says, hi, everybody. And so he's just saying that, you know, empathic kids and For those of us that are listening that have empathic kids, I mean, this will help kids in general, but especially our super sensitive kids. And this is something near and dear to me because I was very and still am a very empathic and so are my children. And um, so this is something that Eric has really helped me with a great deal. And so he says for all of us that have empathic kids, You know, just to understand, he says, our children, especially our empathic children, are living with this heightened sensitivity. And he says, the communication is mostly in the body and feeling. So there's verbal, but there's also nonverbal communication, like facial expression and um, sudden shifts in body language. And he says, the empathic child picks up on all of the subtleties. And it's and it's so true. Mm. So for any of you that were empathic as a child, and um, you know that observe our own children, I remember being a child, and I used to know, um, you know, I, I'd watch to protect myself because I had a grade one teacher that was very, um, she used to slam a yardstick on the on the desk, and she'd Ew. sharpen her chalk, and she, oh, it was awful. She'd sharpen her chalk so it was nice and sharp, and she'd go up and poke poke us on the head if we weren't paying attention. And she used to have me sit on the floor and do my – I had to do my work on the floor under my desk because I wasn't good enough to sit with the other students. Oh, my God. And so that was – it really worked on my self-esteem, but I, I was so attuned to her behaviors and to the behaviors of the other children in the classroom. And Eric just says that, you know, those sudden shifts in moods and facial expressions and all those things, a lot of empathic kids, and for a lot of us that are empathic and are now grown, we learned and used our empathic ability for for self-preservation to protect ourselves. How so? So that we could, well, so for example, in what I was just sharing with with this teacher, I was able to pick up on what other kids were saying, were doing. I could tell when I was being spoken of or I could tell if the teacher was in a specific type of mood. So I knew how to adapt my behavior. And I learned this very, very quickly. And being a child that was 
I, I kind of floated around other kids. I didn't really become a union in any group with kids. So I was able to adapt myself to whatever my surroundings were so that I could protect myself. It, it was like protecting vulnerability. So no one ever really knew me because I was continuously, you know, always reading other people all the time. Right. So really, Instead of showing like your Eric own card. Said, that's right. That's right. So I hid myself, pleasing came from, and all yes. of those types of things. And, you know, and, and I learned it at home as well and, you know, would would learn how to, you know, check to see what mood my parents were in or if I felt safe or not safe. And Eric says this is something that many as many of us as empaths, we grow up using our empathic ability to keep us safe, to keep us yeah. from uh, emotionally safe. And right. he says, and so this is a superpower. He says because it's a it's a complex ability that allows a child, uh, an adult, to read and filter data from the environment and from the people. Wow. So it's a continuous, it's like a continuous filter of this data coming through at all times. And what happens is as a child, if that child is not made aware of their emotions or taught how to dissect emotions or understand what's mine, what's not mine, Mm -hmm. what's my responsibility, what happens is then that starts to build up as something that, is a problem. So it's like my emotions are now something that I want to push away or my emotions are something that I'm considering bad because, they, yeah. you know, um, Eric's just adding and saying, uh, because also what tends to come along with it is shame. And so oh. many people, uh, kids, adults will say you're too emotional because it's not always understood. So it's like something that becomes adapted as a problem in life and becomes yeah, like that sense of not fully fitting in. Yeah, don't be so sensitive, you know. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I heard that as a child over and over and over. Michelle, you need to buck up. Michelle, you need to not be so sensitive. You, You know, and it was something that really... I was like, but I can't help it. So I just kept thinking, something's wrong with me. Like I'm not Aww. normal. I'm I'm not I'm not right because why can't I function? Why is everybody else able to function in the world, and I can't? So Eric says. So all of that being said, he goes, what can we do as adults? Yeah. And he says, what what can we do to help our kids, especially if we are empathic adults? And he says something for each of us to know as empathic adults, the most important thing that we can do for our kids is to understand our own emotions and understand ourselves because he says one of the risks and he goes and and it, it just, it happens so easily is we can accidentally, not intentionally become hyper focused Mm -hmm. on our children's emotions and start to project into those and, and not help our children in that way. Because we end up protecting them or trying to shield like, them. Like, give me an example, from Eric. Hurt. Yeah, give me an well, example, Eric. So, so Eric says, you know, the, the child that, say your child is coming home from school every day absolutely exhausted or 
um, feeling like they're not getting along in the classroom. They feel depressed. They feel sad. He says, well, you know, if, if you're not aware as the parent, as the adult, the guardian of your own emotions, the first thing you might go to to that child is, oh, now don't you worry about it. Like, here, I'm going to make you something to eat. I'm going to make you comfortable. We're going to just forget about it. Don't worry about what was said to you. That would cause eating disorders. Well, and what Eric is saying is he says it's not that the intentions are bad. He says the thing is is if we don't understand ourselves how to manage our emotions or how to really get into it and understand them, he says then, you know, what we're doing is we're projecting Band-Aids or projecting something else to to kind of cover it up or – or, he says, we try to take our children out of the situation. So he says, think of how many parents would move their child out of the school or move from school to school to school because they're having problems yes. in each yeah. school. And he says, it's not to say that that's not an answer at times, but the thing is, is he says, if your child is feeling in many different situations with other people, taking them to a different location is not going to cure the problem. He says, of so course not. you really want to It'll make them feel like a failure. Well, I, I couldn't cut it at that school, so they have to send me to another one. Yeah. Right. Right. So he says, so be aware of yourself. He goes, parents, guardians, yeah. grandparents, be aware of yourself. Know how you feel. And he goes, and if you're still learning that, learn it along with your child. He says, that's completely Absolutely. okay. So. Yeah. Um, Some things that he says that we can do, um, so aside from, of course, being aware of our own uh, own self, as he says, depending on the age of your child as well. So let's say, and this is something that is good for all children at any age, but you can kind of adapt it to whatever best works for them. So, for example, Eric says, get into the habit of having some sort of uh, journaling. He says whether it's art journaling, whether it's journaling with words, um, maybe a little more uh, for for an older child like a teenager or preteen. But he says if you can start your child young, have them draw pictures, have them tell stories. He goes use make-believe to act out the sequences of the day. He goes that communication is so important, and not only the communication with you and with others, but the communication with themselves so that they can get into the habit of really understanding, like, you know, draw out a picture. This is the event that took place. And how did that make you feel? He says, take yeah. it up with your child. How did that make you feel? Well, how, how about, so, how about mm-hmm. uh, you're feeling, I, I, I know you're feeling a certain way. Can you draw that feeling? Draw, yes. draw for me how you feel right now. Yes. Yes. That and helps them he says delve into their feelings and understand it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. And he says a lot of empathic children are also very visual as well. And so he says yeah. that um, drawing is a, is a great way to also help them um, build a tool to show them how to check emotions, so to check whether this is mine or whether this is theirs. And he says get them in the habit of when they feel something, is this mine? Is this me that feels yeah. this or is this somebody else's? He says, help them understand that energy, help them understand their own feelings 
because he says the whole goal into doing this is to, to identify a situation and identify the emotion that arises with the situation so that then either we can go to the tools to help us work through the emotion or we can also right. go to the tools to help us let go of the emotions in our eyes or aren't ours mm. because he says number one thing we're doing is we're teaching responsibility, self-responsibility with emotions. And he says, yes. this is the generation, the children right now are the generation that will be raised with being able to work with their emotions. And he says, where there, there will be an introduction, uh, more of an introduction into the school system of emotions and how to deal with them. He's also saying that's part of autism, why we're seeing so many um, cases of autism as well, because it's the identification of highly sensitive. So Mm -hmm. something has to be done. It's putting our society into a place of understanding feeling. Um, um, He says balance too, um, helping helping your children understand that all emotions are equal. Um, not just the ones, not just the ones that feel good. Even the ones that don't feel so good have a value, have a benefit Yeah, that it can help us understand. It can help us have compassion. Um, sometimes it can help us figure out something to do to help someone else. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the other thing too is he was just saying, you know, the, the physical things, the, the action things that we can do. He says, um, get your child used to nature, used to using yes. the outdoors as a way to ground and discharge energy. He says daily. Get into the habit of daily because it's a lifelong habit that will have benefits. Uh, also, um, breathing as well. Be- oh, yeah, breath being able to so- yeah, the child can learn yeah. how to be in present time. Yeah, yes. And he says, um, breathing right from the diaphragm, right from the stomach. He says, like good, wholehearted, right from the pit of your stomach, breathing. And he says to to really relax your whole system and to be able to use that at any time because your child will have that carried with them, no matter where they yeah. are. They can use those breathing techniques to help them. Um, the other thing he hey, says there too might, is, mm-hmm. there might be YouTube's demonstrating how to teach children this, or ones that the, the, the child can watch and go along with, and you know follow. And, and there, there is, there is, and there's also there's YouTube videos that talk about um, like different energy practices for children mm-hmm. and stuff too. So. There's a lot of information out there, and Eric says, you know, the more you start to research and look for information, the more that will come to you. And um, he also says, make sure that you have an environment, so for your child, that your child has an environment that they can go into, that they feel safe, or also that they can be alone, because he says it's very exhausting, Um, empathic kids more so than others, are extremely exhausted after a day of being with a lot of other people or engaging oh with other yes. people. 
So he says, make sure that they know that that's a good thing to do, that it's the right thing to do, that when you feel like you need that alone time, here's a safe, comfortable place you can go where you can have that alone time and to get used to being able to do that. In grade school, have little safe spots like a big beanbag chair with some stuffed animals and stuff for kids who just need a break. And and maybe we can have that in our own home, too. Yes. Yes. He he says that we have the, you know, we have the ability to help our children create these environments for themselves and allow them to be part of this process. He yes. said really work with them like like what what do you think you would like in your quiet space? And how do you mm-hmm. imagine this to look like and what where is the place that you go to in your mind that makes you feel comfortable? He says, really allow your children to interact with you and to be part of this so that they really not only feel the the value, but they're doing something that they have a say in that is theirs, that's part of them. And, and he says, and like you were saying before, if it's, if you're working through this as well, it's something you can do together. It's something you can do as a family. Absolutely. Great idea, Mm -hmm. Derek. But, you know, uh, mm-hmm. adults and kids alike, we need to understand that emotions have such value because, for, for one, they are tools to help us understand not only ourselves but other people. Mm-hmm. So we yes, need to just are. listen to them and evaluate them. And, uh, you know, what is, this, what is this feeling teaching me about myself or yes. someone else? Yes. He says the emotions are, are the alarm bells that go off that, they're kind of like the, the roadmap. And so he right. says the emotions alert us to let us know what's going on. So our, our body, Absolutely. our emotions, we have so many different ways that will alert us to give us information. So he says the emotions are very important. Absolutely. But, you know, in our society, or at least in, in previous generations, emotions are yeah. bad. That's a sign of weakness, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and very hidden. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Be a man. That kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Think of how many people will turn their head when they start to cry. Think of how oh, many people wow. that you've seen that, that bury their face. Because Eric says that that's um, something that was ingrained into many of us is not to cry in front of people. Not to show oh, our emotion oh. in front of people. And so he says you'll see many people that will continuously apologize for the tears or they'll hide their face. I know. Or, I know. Mm-hmm. That is so true. I don't like crying in public mm-hmm. because I am the ugliest crier. Otherwise, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got the ugliest yeah, I'm an ugly crier, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten used oh my to just letting it go when it comes out, though. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. All right. Um, that's really cool. Anything else you want to share? <laughs> he just says, like, empath is the new cool. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. like that. I think there's lots of books that uh, yeah. you know, children can read also, and we can read uh, to learn yeah. about feelings, et cetera. Yes. So, yeah, yes. that's good. Yeah. All right, yeah. are you ready to take the um, questions then? He is ready uh-huh. to go. Yes. Okay. I have somebody who lives far, far away. 
and another dimension and it, the time zone. It's just not going to work. So this is the only time I really feel comfortable asking people's questions for them. But Emily, and her last name is B-O-U-R-Q-U-E, wants to know what she could do to make sure that scalar energy can do what it needs to do. I just didn't know if you had suggestions, and, and that way you wouldn't have to ask. I didn't know if you had feedback. For, uh, I don't want to be an idiot and block it. That's so cute. sweet. So, Eric, what could she do? Mm-hmm. Make sure scalar work uh, energy work uh, works on her. Um, Do you feel yeah. like Eric said he has any supplies blocked? Uh, well, Eric says that there is um, there is a there is a subconscious a little bit of a subconscious block with trust. Um, okay. Just trusting that it will work, and so he says okay. it's really important that. Um, it's a belief system, and he says, and it doesn't mean it's the conscious belief system. There's a belief system underneath that says, how could this be be this good? This is too good to be true. And I so know. he says it's oh, really, he knows it's really important to understand that you wouldn't have even been be led to the scaler if it didn't have benefit for you, if it wasn't here to help you. Right. And he says so. The other thing is, is he says it's really important for you to be able to open up your mind. And there's a little bit of imbalance in the energy, so he's suggesting that you ground yourself. He's also suggesting that you use um, a a mantra of some some type, and he says use it before you get up out of bed every day and state that I'm worthy and I accept divine healing now. I'm worthy and I accept divine healing now. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's to the point. Yes, and everybody mm-hmm. can heed this as well because you know I just got the most amazing um, testimonial just you know, like five minutes before the show. It's like wow, and I'm thinking like, ah, really? Are you kidding me right now? So yeah, and mm-hmm. another thing you can just watch some of the video testimonials. Um, because they can inspire you, and hey, if it works for him, if it works for her, then why can't it work for me? Yeah, that's so, right. That's, that's right. Well. This this isn't just for other people. Eric says it's not just for other people. It's not for the people you watch, and then it doesn't work for you. He goes, this no. is for you too, and he says so. You know, a, a lot of times he goes, it's just a little bit of that perception switch, but to to make sure that you speak it into your existence to say it to yourself and believe it. And he says, and by doing that, that will help open up. He always uses the example of, um, I love this analogy where he says, if you've got a a one-lane highway that's really small for the energy to work through, he says, well, open that up. Open that up with your thought with using affirmations so you have like a six-lane highway. So it's nice and open and has nothing holding it back. Those scalar instructions will just stay right outside your auric field, waiting for it to open up. So it it doesn't disappear. No, it does not disappear. All right, sounds awesome. Awesome. All right, we've got somebody from the 516 area code. I'm pushing, but nothing's happening. There you are, 516 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello. Are you there? Hey, what's up? Um, Darlene. Hello. Hi. Hi yes. Can you hear me? 
Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, hi, Michelle. Hi, Elisa. Hi, Eric. Hi. 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 Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I'm calling regarding the scalar energy. I had it done twice. The first time it worked beautifully, um, and then it was maybe a year later, just I did it in February, on February 5th with Elisa, and she said it might take up to three months to work, but so far nothing has really happened, and mainly I did it for my son. Um, She suggested that I do the household um, scalar energy, um, so I didn't specifically, but it was basically for him. I've been asking Eric for many years. How do, how do I help my son? Because he's now 32 yeah. years old. He has two bachelor's degrees. He worked. He never worked. And he said to me he might have be on the spectrum slightly, which I would have never mm-hmm. even thought. Um, but yeah. I know that there's different scales common. of it. Sorry? It's common. It's actually very oh. common. Yeah. And, I mean, I just don't know. Like, he's a little... Um, awkward around certain people. He does have friends. He doesn't drive. He doesn't want to drive. He doesn't want to go to the doctor. He doesn't want to get diagnosed. Like, I can't, like, at this point at 32, it's like, how do I now help him? Because, like, you know, he was depressed for most of his life, and I didn't know that either. He was a very happy boy. Um, And then I think once puberty hit or something, I don't know what happened to him, but I was just wondering, is this a life contract or whatever they call it? Well, let me ask Eric a couple of questions. Eric, does he, what is he, is he, is it social anxiety? Is it depression? Is it on the, is it a, on the spectrum type thing or something else? Let's just get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> so Eric, Eric, Eric says that he, he's on the spectrum. Okay. That, that he is. And, um, he says that, um, like moderate, like moderate. On the spectrum because okay. it doesn't affect everything, but right. he's he's uh, he's also very empathic too. Um, mm. Oh boy! But he like he's very sensitive. Yes, oh. and Eric says that he ha- holds in a lot of self blame. Um, oh. Now there is still scalar energy in his field because Eric just showed me, and what Eric what is that saying mean? is it's it's. Because when the scalar work is done, when Elisa does it, and if it's not penetrating all the way in, so you might not notice what it's doing, it oh. works on, like Eric will show it to me where it's like, um, he shows me like the layers around the body in the auric field. Right. So it's like I can see it sitting right in between the mental and the emotional field. It's actually just on the outside of the mental area. And what Eric wow. is saying is that that he's, holds um he needs forgiveness for himself because he holds himself responsible in thinking he needs to be a certain way and eric says the having acceptance for himself and how that would um okay slow down a little bit eric um he (laughs) says that if if your son uh, and and this is the two of you together because part of the contract is between the two of you and he says you know there's nothing wrong with how he is and there are some things that he won't do that Eric says maybe society thinks he needs to do right right the agreement the spiritual agreement between the two of you is acceptance 
and success of how he is. So accepting right. how he is. And Eric says, I, it's hard to I'm, say to a mom not to worry, but he's going to tell you not to worry because there is success for him. And in him being able to forgive himself for what he feels he hasn't been able to do. And he says, for yeah. you, you send that energy to your boy in acceptance oh. and you say to yourself in your, yeah. in your mind, you say, I love you just the way that you are. And oh. I accept you just the way that you are and allow you know, that just, to be the mantra that opens that energy up further. Oh, Michelle and Eric, just, just saying that, you know, he, I, I blame myself because I think I've been too kind, um, too understanding, too loving, too, um, you know how they no, say sometimes you, no you, you, you too, you, when my kids were in school, they used to say, I love them. I love them too much that, that um, I should push away. And I, I had breast cancer when I was 34 years old. My kids were mm-hmm. born sick. They were mm-hmm. affected by this. And I was affected oh, by it. That I, I thought that I would one. lose them. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I thought I would lose them. So I pushed closer. And it was yeah. like a mother a mother bear, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Well, oh, I And I blame I myself. I, I think maybe yeah. that's why he's the way he is. There's because no, I didn't. I, don't, I, just, I think there's no such thing as too much love. I didn't, oh, my kids were 70 years old. I would have to sit on my lap. <laughs> and they would moan you and cry. You know, Lisa, I know. I love you so much. I want you to be my mommy. <laughs> I, I, I adore you. You have so much love in your heart, and it it just comes oh. through in an email. It comes through, and I just melt. She makes me cry all the time. And, Michelle, you're just yes. the best. Oh, thank oh, you. Baby. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, oh, so you we'll think he'll be touch, okay? okay? I want to let you. Yeah. Sorry? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's going to yeah, be let's okay. Stay, let's stay in touch. And, yeah, I will. You try the yeah, mantra. Stay, okay. He's, he's talking about how he is whole and part of God. He is divine. He is perfect in every way. And he needs oh, to know that. And everybody's life That's is right. not a cookie cutter. Right? That's, That's right. right. Look at That's Einstein. I'm going to tell him that. Right. Yeah. Being being oh. just who he is, the way he is, he he can love and have gratitude for who he is because there's a lot of good stuff Eric says that he's got inside of him. Oh. There's a lot of good oh, wow. stuff in there. So he's he says, a good person. Time to start looking at what's what's there right now and to just love all over that. Okay. And the and the scalar will continue to work for him. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh, thank he's saying you. the mantra. He yeah, I will. I was listening to the other conversation. I will. I'm well, going to do, do that. Think, I was. Yeah. Sorry? Do you think that that your son? Do you think he should, Eric, listen to this conversation on, on when he um, is posted, or not? Not yet, Eric said. Not yet. Okay. okay. All right. Not yet. All right, but I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep he it on the mom, side. Yeah, that's right. He says, "Mom will know when the time's right." Aw, okay. Yeah. I love you, Eric. Yeah. He says you love me. We love you too. Oh, my heart is so full. So thank you, guys. Oh, you lo- I love you Welcome. so much. We love, love you. Too, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Okay. Oh. You're welcome. Oh, she and I go back quite a ways. She is a delight. Yeah. A delight. Sweetheart. Such a pure and good soul, man. Yeah. Okay. For well, sure. let's take the next one. Two zero nine. Hi there. How you doing? Hello. 
Hi. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm on. <laughs> Hi, Elisa and Michelle and Eric. Hi. Um, Hi, this is Catherine from Atwater, California. Okay. How are you? Good. Good. Um, How are you? Doing? Good. I'm doing good. Um, so I went through a divorce, and I haven't worked. I was a stay-at-home mom, so I haven't worked in a while. Um, but recently mm-hmm. I was told by um, a medium that I was going to have my own business soon, and I would have five employees and to keep doing what I love, and it would all come together, but I just don't know which direction. Um, does Eric or any of my guides know, like, which direction? What do you love? Like, What's your passion? Um, well, I like making jewelry, and I also like um, designing, like, solar LED lights, um, like backyard Ooh. landscaping, um, yeah. and I'm also, I was told I was a teacher healer, so I don't know if it's going to be in that direction. Or if my employees mm. are going to be my children. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think, Eric? Well, okay, so I'll tell you a couple things because Eric's giving me, like, he's shooting all over the place, showing me all these different areas that you've got what? stuff going on. And <laughs> yeah. so I asked him, I said, can we focus on which one's going to be the best? And he says, well, okay, he says that you're – your art, and he's calling all of the jewelry, the like everything that you make, he's calling it art. And so whatever you're making, do you say you're making lights? Um, well, I just like designing them in the backyard, um, like the solar lights, the different colors and stuff. They come on, you know, when it gets dark. Yes. And, yes. Okay. Um, but that's like a big project, so that would be a lot of okay. work to get inventory yeah. okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But okay. the jewelry the body, I made, crystal. Yeah. Okay, because the jewelry, okay, the first thing he showed me, because the jewelry, he says, you are a healer. And he goes, and a teacher, I mean, we're, we're all teachers because we're all teaching something to ourselves and to each other. But he says, you are a healer and you're a teacher, but you're also um, what he's calling like a, a sharer or like sharing in consciousness. And so he says that you have... Um, a, a way of infusing your jewelry with healing. I was and to okay. that. You what can, about from Reiki infused jewelry? That'd be so cool. Yeah, he, he mentioned Reiki also because yes. I wanted to take a Reiki oh. class, and yes, he mm. said that would yes. come in. Yeah. So you think it's the so, jewelry that I'm supposed to go in that direction? He wants to also tell you too. He goes, listen. He says there's more available to you if you want to accept it. And what he means by that is that, you know, this is a direction that you can go that's going to help give you some focus, but he said that you'll grow. It's not only going to be jewelry. You'll grow. And he says, so uh, keep yourself open. He says, like, when we start to focus in a direction, that direction may start to change over time, and that's a good thing. Yeah. But he says, let that be part of your journey to explore. He does say that your children, um, do you have three? Yes. Okay, because two, two are lighting up as part of your, um, like part of your business m- more so, but there's people outside of, like outside of your family that he showed okay. me that will come along board to help you later on down the road. But he says something you could do now 
that you could start looking into is if you're selling your jewelry already, because he says you can you can right now infuse energy, take Reiki, infuse that energy into the jewelry and sell it right now, and then keep working because he says right now your soul is helping you with perseverance and then helping you work through adversity, which we all do to a degree. But he says when you feel like you're getting a roadblock, he goes, I want yeah. you to think of it as an opportunity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Out of block, an opportunity. You know, you remind me of my eldest daughter, an anesthesiologist, couldn't stand the politics because, you know, they're uh-huh. big groups, right? And, um, mm-hmm. and they're giving all the stuff to nurse anesthetists because they, they want to save money. So anyway, she started a candle business. And it is oh, yeah. so wildly successful. Her tagline is, uh, um, drops uh, faster, sells out faster than a Nike drop. I mean, she, she'll make 600 <laughs> candles and they're gone in 90 seconds, really. But she works. Wow. Awesome. But then she started with regular candles and she does wax melts. And she's just like what we're talking about expanding, expanding, expanding. She makes much more money yeah. than, well, definitely more than I do, but more than uh, she did as an anesthesiologist, though. So that's cool. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Go, go check out her set, check out her site, guys. Okay, so you can learn from yeah. that girl. It's A E okay. because that's a, it's a Nordic luxury candles. A E, but the A E is a one letter, right? And an M B R, not E R, but B R dot com. And you can learn a lot from how she works things. Let that be a template for you. You know. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. Does Good he luck. know about how long it will take? Like three years, one year? Um, what he's saying is, that if you, it depends on how how much you put into it, how much focus. Because he says so okay. to really give you a guideline. If you if you keep persevering and, and work at it, you'll have results in a year's time. Okay. Awesome. All right. Good Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Welcome Bye-bye. back. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Cool. All righty. I'm going to see some of her jewelry. Send me pictures. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, okay, 515 area code. <clears throat> Hi, how are Hi, you? Hi, Lisa from Iowa. Good, Lisa from Iowa. How are you? Hi, Lisa from Iowa. How you doing? Wonderful. I'm kind of stunned to be yeah. on again. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Um, I don't have anything. I have no questions. So let's go. I was enjoying listening. You know, the only thing I can think of is like my dad and stepmom are are in really, really poor health right now. Yeah. Um, not close to them. Yeah. But uh. I'm just kind of, am I cut out of the inheritance or or do they still have me in? I was one of those empath kids that was always told too sensitive, no support. Oh, so just, God. Yeah, I always felt oh. like, I, I, hey, he's cut me out. Yeah. Welcome to the me. hell that is my life. My <laughs> I know. Parents, I was the only one that took care of them. But, you know, at the end, they gave it to the black sheep of the family that was the most difficult child. 
If he called you, and needed help, I'd help him to the end of his life because that's who yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. Yeah. That is showing me is so like there's something that, um, and I don't know what the situation is with him, but it's like something's going on with the will, and I don't know if he's actually taking you off, but Eric says that he wants effort from your direction. And and it's not that that uh-huh. is necessarily right to do for you, but what he's saying is he's just giving me, like, the expectation from his mind. Um, now, he says that to have a little patience, because I don't know what it is, but there's something that's going to change. And it, it does come from um, a situation or some situations that arise that may draw you towards him or to, to the both of them. Um, what Eric said would help is to work on an energetic level. And I, I don't know what the forgiveness is because there's something that your dad is holding on to that he's having trouble forgiving himself for. He stabbed my mom when I was 11 and I saved her life. Uh, Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I felt, I, I wasn't alone. I felt like it was either Jesus. I mean, I had strength and it, yeah. Yeah. That, that oh, wow. that. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. What a story. He's, yeah. He's, he's really like, there's some things coming up in him and, um, you know, it's not all conscious, but there's, there's some, uh, some hard things going on with them and it comes from what's going on inside. And what Eric just says is for you, speak to his higher self energetically or write a letter to his higher self. And if you feel that there's anything that you'd like to say to him, because he will receive that energetically because there is a, um, there's a cycle occurring right now. So don't be surprised if you don't hear something or find out that he needs some kind of assistance or help like with his help. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I can see that coming, but nobody calls yeah. me. So, I, you yeah. know, I always hear it like a week later. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm hard, you know, like thinking well, about you because I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's right. And that's why do, do write to him energetically because I'm telling you, it does make a difference because he will feel it and that will also make a difference to um, Eric says it changes what happens in reality because when we start to change the energy towards somebody, mm-hmm. like when we start to kind of smooth those pathways, then that starts to change the reality that we experience. So you just might get a phone call from somebody. You might get a phone call from him, from your set mom, from somebody. Yeah. I, I just so, keep, like when it happens for him, I think he's so miserable right now. I'm afraid he's going to be yeah. like darkness for a long time you know yeah healing. yeah maybe so. yeah all right thank you for calling yeah, well, lisa there's and there's healing that needs to happen yeah thank yeah. you so much oh you're welcome wow what a story gosh yeah wow that one from the tough. 757 area code how you there how you doing hello michelle hello lisa hello eric this is andre from virginia beach uh Yes, the topic is very important, and everything what you, Michelle, just explained to me, it's very well described, my son. He's five, and yeah. he's very anxious when he's around, like, many people, many kids, 
We already changed two yeah. schools. We so we tried yeah. like gymnastics, karate, like all these classes and stuff. And he always felt like an anxiety separation and stuff. I remember myself and my wife sitting behind the door, like behind the school door, like on the on the backyard. So my son could, yeah, yeah. could attend the school. He was, you know, so anxious to be, you know, separated, to be alone with, the, you know, with different people. So I have to, yeah. you know, me or my wife has to be constantly just behind the door, like during this COVID thing especially. We're just standing there like it's winter time, but, you know, <laughs> we have to do something. So what, what wow. like, I understand that helping him, uh, like, what, everything what you described, like, is very well described. Like, what I'm trying to to teach him, like, because I'm seeing that he's, he's so afraid of his emotions and he doesn't mm-hmm. distinguish them. He's reading my wife, oh. like, open book. He can he, he reads her energy so well, then he starts speaking her thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's that's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, you're telepathic. You, you just read my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. so sometimes when he, I see him kind of get disconnected from from all of these uh, emotions because he gets overwhelmed, like, by the end of the day. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes, you know, he's so get disconnected from his body, then, you know, I'm seeing he's hungry, and I'll see he needs to use a toilet or something, but he waits until the last minute, you know, like, he's mm-hmm. hungry, like, you know, he couldn't wait anymore, like, I'm trying to do mm-hmm. it like a yoga or something to connect his head, like to his emotions, to his feelings, to, you know, mm-hmm. to his head, so he can start feeling them and understand them, you know, to this kind of point. Mm-hmm. And he's already five. Mm-hmm. And for well, us, it's very know, hard I, to... Mm-hmm. Andre, I'm, I'm looking at uh, online. There are so many coloring books uh, about emotions and feelings, friendship, you know, social and, and emotional intelligence. Here's one called the Angry Ninja Activity Books, Feelings Coloring Books, um, just a, a, just a whole bunch. Uh, uh, the Magic, uh, I can't read it, uh, something or other. But yeah, look look it over so that you know he can color and he can draw also things like this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, oh yeah that's what I'm looking for some kind of practical books. advice. Nature for your nature. son, too, yeah. Andre. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, okay. he says that he does, he goes up into the upper chakras and he does disconnect from the body. And so for him, grounding, grounding. is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right, Andre. Yeah. Good okay. luck. All right. Thank you. You'll be fine. Yeah, take care. All right, let's see. You got somebody from the 318 area code. Hi there. Hi, 318. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, That's me? Can you hear you? Hey, yeah. good. Good, good, good. So, um, I'm from Louisiana. My name is Joe. Um, I've actually um, been on the show once before. But um, okay. there was a caller earlier talking about, I don't know, career change and stuff. Uh, so I was hoping I was to talk to Eric about um, my daughter has, uh, and I, I messaged her right away, and I said they're talking about um, empathic children. And she was like, you know, mm-hmm. these children are getting a bath, so that's not that's no go. <laughs> so <laughs> and listen. I was like, oh, I'll send it to you later. So. But anyway, she's an attorney. She does. She's on the real estate end of it and stuff. But 
you know, she sent me a picture of her desk the other day. She works from home, and it's just, mm-hmm. you know, crystals and, you know, a rosary and all this stuff. <laughs> but she's, she's, a bitch, she's very gifted. I will try anything. That's a mom that says, I will try anything. Even if anything. I have to use it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, she was, you know, she's just super funny about all that. And um, yeah. when I was on before, it was because um, I spoke to my son who left last May, and he said that they were going to write a book together, he and my daughter, oh. uh, at that mm-hmm. time. Cool. But also, I just see her, I mean, she enjoys what she does, and she's successful at what she does, but I just see her talents elsewhere. Is there a, um, a part of law that she would that she would be could be successful at from our spiritual standpoint? You know, like environmental. Her name is Leslie, and um, yeah. Is there something like any kind of suggestions? Like her, like she has her older son. Um, he's five. Is very mm-hmm. um, empathic. And she's, you know, she's got one. Yeah, two year old and a five year old. And um and so she's always trying to um you know, cushion the blows for <laughs> Yeah. You know. So but I was thought, mm-hmm. you know, Eric might know or, or Michelle might about um you know, if there's a different direction for her that would benefit other people, other children. Because she's oh. she's very gifted. Cool. Gosh, well, she is like when you said with law. Um, what Eric said was family. Mm-hmm. With family. Okay. Um, in that department. Now he says, you know, you are right. There's more to her, and he also says she's in this space right now where the focus really is on being a mother. Mhm. And yeah, like her purpose with the kids, but that's going to shift because as the kids start to grow and Eric says it's the experiences that the kids have that will start to give her ideas. Okay. Well, I mean, there, there's, there's all sorts of things like working uh, with uh, um, kids that are fall in the Disabilities Education Act that are not getting what they need. Uh, mm-hmm. There are there's a book called The Children's Bill of Emotional Rights. And then there's Children's Law, uh, globalhumanrights.org, Children's and Youth Rights. Support our work empowering local activists, ensuring children's rights rights are protected, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. there are lots of things that she Googled. That could be, Um, yeah, that could be a direction. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. Eric says it will happen organically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Okay, good. Good, good. Well, it was really mm-hmm. nice to talk to you guys, and I appreciate what you do for nice us. Nice to talk to you. Oh, well, nice good to talk to that you, week. too. Okay. Make sure she cleans behind the ears. Okay. When she bathes them. <laughs> okay, Dr. <laughs> I will. I would tell her that. <laughs> Thank you, guys. No, Thank you. All right. All right. Got somebody from the 732 area code. Hey, what's up? Hi there. Hi, boy. What a, what a, 
What an interesting topic tonight. Thank you so much for bringing it to everyone's attention. So many cool mm-hmm. stories, too, you know? Yeah. My, uh, my name is Melissa from Toms River, New Jersey, and my son has ADHD. Uh, he mm-hmm. struggles because the children in his resource classes, they they have a lot of emotional ish problems, and it makes it very mm-hmm. difficult because his main problem is focus. Oh. He has a bit of a learning disability, which um, is really sad because when he is on medication, which we cannot find one that really works well for him, he is yeah. such a loving, wonderful, wonderful boy. And when he's not on it, he is frustrated and has so oh. much uh, frustration and difficulty. And my my heart breaks for him because I'm trying to love him and show him peace and then he gets mad at me because I'm happy and I should be sad and match his sadness and he he doesn't Mm. understand so any direction you have I mean I'm trying to lift his vibrations but I but in doing so I'm almost making it worse because I don't want him to bring me down but I I I don't know what to do I'm I would love advice to see what, what you think is best. Well, what, um, because ADHD, uh, usually there's a defective gene, the, the DRD2 gene, that makes it difficult for neurons to respond to dopamine. So dopamine is the neurotransmitter that needs to be addressed. And, uh, you know, that involves, is involved in feelings of pleasure and the regulation of attention. So, um, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that you might want to look into and supplements that may be able to help him that are uh, more natural. Like, I know that, I don't know if they do this for kids, but L-tyrosine is the building block for dopamine. And a lot of these things, they just increase the reuptake of dopamine, but nothing increases the dopamine because there's not enough tyrosine to make anymore. So, you know, they've been trying this on at least adults with ADHD, taking L-tyrosine, but, you know, you might want to investigate that, you know. Thank you. Mm. I think GABA um, is, might be another neurotransmitter involved, but I'm, I don't know. Is there is there a is there a male in spirit that you have? Because there's there's a male that's there in spirit helping, and it feels like a father or a grandfather. I don't know if it's oh. your father. Is your father in spirit? My my father is not. His father, my grandfather, is. My two, so my two grandfathers are, and we. I took in my in-laws, which I had my father-in-law in our house, and he passed in February. So I don't know which oh, okay. particular okay. grandpa. So it that's is. who it is. It's who passed in February, um, it, it, because there's there's some connection to your son in feeling spirit as well, because he's got. Oh. Not only is he. Um, empathic, but he's he's got a lot of um, spirit energy around him. Um, mm. Eric is saying that like this is part of his purpose, what he's experiencing right now, and his 
his goal right now is happiness. The soul is helping him with finding happiness, but finding happiness through experiencing what peace doesn't feel like, if that makes sense. Um, Eric is saying that there's a little bit of a challenge with friendships right now as well. Yeah. So, um, like, a challenge with making friendships because he says that there's a, a connection that's coming for him that is a friendship connection, which is going to make a big difference for him as well. Oh. And the other thing Eric is saying is that creatively, um, he's, he's creative. And Eric's showing me being able to use paint or being able to express creatively. Um, and he's even showing me, like, building on a game, like on a gaming system. So mm. how old is he? Uh, he does oh. have art. He He's 11. He'll be 12 in May. And thank yeah. you, Skippy, which is my father-in-law. Thank you for being around him and helping. I know yeah. Steve, his, his actual son, my, my son's father, who, of course, we're all together, um, did have a lot of stresses in life. And yeah. their yeah. relationship wasn't always very good. So when we yeah. took in, uh, when we took in my father-in-law, the relationship between um, Norman and my husband Steve was not was not easy, and yeah. to know that Norman is looking after my son is oh. so beautiful. It really is yeah. so beautiful. Thank you, Norman. Yeah. that is wonderful. Yeah. and Eric, maybe you can yeah. take uh, take him under uh, your wing too. You know, uh, he says he's right, he's already doing it. He's already doing awesome. it. Yes. Thank you, Eric. Yes. I appreciate you yes. being there for me and for my son because to have you guys on our team spiritually is so such a miracle. Thank you so much. He, he, he does, always he does, does your he best. Loves you all. Always. He loves you all. Always. Yeah. I love you guys, too. All right. Thank you so much. Well, we love you, too. Yeah, we love you. All right. Oh. Looks like we only have 90 seconds, so we will say goodbye. You guys check out yes. Michelle. You know, she's quite the artist, too. And she does a <laughs> lot of healing through art. That's why her site is called thehealingh-art.com. Get it? The Healing That's Art. That's right. Anyway, and Eric, thank you so much, my love. Oh, he says, I love you, Mom. He says that he just, he loves working with you. He just wants to let you know that awesome. he just has an awesome time working with you. He loves you so much. I do. It's awesome. All right, and thank you for yeah. helping your brother Lisa. Of course. He got back so he's really enjoyed that. All right, thank you, guys. Bye. Hey, thanks, everybody. Love you. Love you all. Bye. Bye.